You are now listening to the Daughter to Daughter podcast with your host, Shaniqua King, where we heal from trauma in the presence of God. Join me as we embark on a healing journey that encompasses the spiritual, mental, and emotional work necessary to overcome past trauma in the presence of our Father, learning to lay it down at His feet and in turn receive restoration, wholeness, and healing. When you know whose you are, you know who you are, and you know what you have. Welcome back to the Daughter to Daughter podcast. Let me ask you one question. What are you doing with the freedom that you have? We know that the scripture says, who the son says free is free indeed. Now, what are you doing with the freedom that God has given you? The freedom that you have through Jesus. So I was reading Acts 5 and I wanted to share this revelation with you guys. Acts chapter 5, starting at verse 17. And I'm going to read up until verse 21. So it says, Then the high priest rose up and all those who were with him, which is the sect of the Sadducees. And they were filled with indignation and laid their hands on the apostles and put them in the common prison. Verse 19, but at night, an angel of the Lord opened the prison doors and brought them out and said, go stand in the temple and speak to the people all the words of this life. Verse 21 says, and when they heard that they entered the temple early in the morning and taught, but the high priest and those with him came and called the council together with all the elders of the children of Israel and sent to the prison to have them brought. The high priest and the Sadducees were filled with indignation or an envious jealousy. That's what it means, an envious jealousy. And they put the apostles in prison because of the work of the Lord that they were doing. Verse 19, But at night, an angel of the Lord opened up the prison doors and brought them out. So what does that mean? It means that God is not limited by what limits us. It means that God is not limited by man-made barriers. It also means that there was purpose attached to their freedom. Verse 20 says, go stand in the temple and speak to the people all the words of this life. Go. That's an action word. It means something was required of them. They weren't set free just to be free. They had to do something with their freedom. They had to do something with what was given to them. Go stand in the temple and speak. Well, what am I supposed to say? I don't know what to speak. It says it right there in verse 20. Speak to the people all the words of this life, which reminds me of John chapter six, verse 63, that says it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. So pretty much the angel of the Lord 
told the apostles, preach Jesus. That's what you are to do with the freedom that you have now. They had one assignment to preach Jesus. I want to back up a little and go back to verse 20 where it says, go stand in the temple and speak to the people. That word go, it's a verb. It's an action word. Go means to pursue the journey on which one has entered to continue on one's journey. To pursue the journey on which one has entered and to continue on one's journey. Go forth. Continue the journey. Continue doing what God has called you to do, what God has freed you to do. Because if God called you to do something, he is going to give you every single thing that you need to do that thing. I'm looking at Matthew chapter 10, verse 19, and it says, but when they deliver you up, do not worry about how or what you should speak, for it will be given to you in that hour what you should speak. Verse 20 says, for it is not you who speak, but the spirit of your father who speaks in you. AKA, stop relying on your own strength to do the thing that God called you to do. You are to partner with him to do it. He didn't tell you to do it on your own. Stop coming up with excuses as to why you can't speak, Moses. You're not too young, Jeremiah. Do what God told you to do. Say what God told you to say. Go where God has told you to go. I want to go back to verse 21 where it says, And when they heard that, they entered the temple early in the morning and taught. Heard. When they heard that, that word heard, it means to attend to, to consider, to understand and perceive. When they heard that, what did they do when they heard? They entered the temple early in the morning and taught. That was the action that they took. They not only heard the instruction, they heeded it. And of course, the high priest in them came looking for the apostles and said, didn't I say you can't do this? Didn't we command you not to teach in this name? And Peter and them responded by saying, this was verse 29. They said, we ought to obey God rather than man. And this reminds me of what Paul said in Galatians 1 verse 10, which says, for do I now persuade men or God? Do I seek to please men? For if I still pleased men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. Y'all know I'm gonna look up a definition. The definition of please, it says to accommodate oneself to the opinions, the desires, and the interests of others. To accommodate oneself to the opinions, desires, and interests of others. So just as Paul asked, now I'm asking you, do you now persuade men or God? Do you seek to please men? 
We ought to have a disposition of pleasing God over man. Just like Peter and the apostles, the high priest came and said, didn't we say, didn't we say you shouldn't be doing this? Didn't I tell you not to do this? And how did they respond? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We heard you. We should be responding the same way. Yeah, I heard what you said, and I choose to obey what God said. Let the word of God hold more weight than the word of man. The problem is when we experience trauma, sometimes we could develop a people-pleasing trauma response, having a belief that, well, if I don't do this for them, then blank. Then they may reject me. Then they may abandon me then they may invalidate me. They may ignore me. And then what does that do? It opens up a familiar wound from childhood that you have not healed from. And so you will avoid anything that pokes at that wound. If it feels familiar, if it feels too close for comfort, you will avoid it. That's why a lot of people don't like confrontation. Because if I say this or do this, then I put our connection in jeopardy. I put this relationship in jeopardy and I don't want to lose this. I can't lose this. And so I won't say anything at all. If I say something, then they're going to look at me funny. They're going to look at me sideways. The trauma we experience will keep us from walking in the will of God. And that's why we have to learn how to bring it to his feet. Stop going back to the very thing that God just freed you from. You were freed for a reason. Even look at the Israelites. God freed them from Egypt. He set them free from bondage. They were in the wilderness and they wanted to go back to Egypt. Why? Well, because when traumatized, the brain wants predictability. So we gravitate towards what is familiar, even if what is familiar is unhealthy. And so the Israelites, they were in the wilderness. And they wanted to go back to Egypt. They said, Moses, why would you bring us here to die? We were better off in Egypt. And if I could put on my therapist hat right now, I could imagine them saying, yeah, well, Egypt, it may have been bad for us. It may not have felt good, but it felt safe because it was familiar. A divine exchange needs to take place. You have to exchange safety for goodness. Trade in what you see as safe. And for some of you, isolation may feel safe. Being silent may feel safe. Exchange safety for goodness. There is safety, true safety, genuine safety in the goodness of God. Think of the many scriptures that mention the goodness of God. Exodus thirty-three nineteen, it says, then he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you. And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. 
Psalms 23, 6 says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Psalm 31, 19 says, Oh, how great is your goodness, which you have laid up for those who fear you, which you have prepared for those who trust in you in the presence of the sons of men. Sometimes we have to give up our idea of safety in order to experience healing. Preoccupation with safety will keep us out of relationship and away from healing because our brain's safety system is corrupted by trauma that tells us connection isn't safe. And so our trauma flips the script by telling us that what can hurt us is safe and what will heal us is unsafe. And so in the case of the Israelites, what can hurt us, Egypt, is safe. And what can heal us, the promised land, is unsafe according to trauma. With Peter and the apostles, what can hurt us, remaining in prison, is safe. And what can heal us, being freed, to preach the gospel, being freed, to go out to the temple, and preach life, preach Jesus, is unsafe. And so I don't know what it is for you, but I want you to ask yourself, what is the thing that is keeping me from walking in the freedom that God gave me? What is the thing that is keeping me from experiencing the freedom and going forth into what God has called me to do. I want you to reflect on that and maybe even journal about it. And most importantly, take it to the Lord in prayer and ask God to reveal it to you. God, what is the thing that's keeping me from moving forward in the freedom you've given me? What is it that's keeping me stuck in what was, leaving me unable to be present in what is, and also unable to move forward into what will be? We are no longer willingly remaining in chains, in bondage, when there is freedom available to us. When some of us are standing in the midst of freedom, our minds are still bound. Our minds are still in chains. Our hearts are still in chains. It's time to walk into the fullness of the freedom allotted to us through Jesus. So that is all I have for today's episode. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions or if you would like to share your testimony, if you would like to share any thoughts about this episode or the last episode, feel free to shoot me an email at hello at daughter to the number two daughter.com. And remember to share this episode if it impacted you in any way. Share it with a friend and also leave a rating below. See you in the next episode.